You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey, Paisanos, it's the Super Nerd Overload Super Show. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. And we're taking it to the fridge this week with some hot nerd news. That's right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We have a bunch of news of the pop and geek culture variety. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Who's been checking stuff out? Well, I can keep the Mario train rolling because yeah. uh, I've been playing Mario Maker 2 a lot that came out last week. Oh, cool. Okay. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there is a story mode this time. Really? Oh, okay. If you, can, if you can call it that. Yeah. The, the uh, undo dog accidentally erases Princess Peach's castle, so you've got to do jobs. Oh. which are individual Mario levels to get coins to pay to build it again. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that's the single player component of Mario Maker 2. Cool. So, how how is the the making? How's the how's the maker part of the Mario Maker? I have only made one level with it. Mhm. And it's a, a post-apocalypse version of World 1-1. Oh, cool. So it's like that but everything's falling apart and there's full of booze and dry bones and stuff. Nice. I mean, it's got more features, it's easy to use, and all the good stuff that the original one had, but I I was playing it in handheld mode, and Mm -hmm. the controls are doo-doo garbage if you don't have a stylus. Oh, really? They make you use the touchscreen when you're in handheld mode. Oh, really? Which is dumb. Oh, that's bad. And it just just doesn't work very well with your finger. Like, Mm. it was was kind of frustrating to do. So, if you're going to make, which sounds disgusting... (laughs) Uh, you should probably do it docked so you can use the controller to place your blocks and stuff. Okay. But it's still it's still the incredibly intuitive course designer that the original was. It just kind of loses something when you don't have the gamepad that the Wii U had. Yeah. So did they add any new like world skins or anything oh, like yeah, that? Oh, yeah. There's, this, a, ton, there's, there a, is? De- there's okay. a desert one. There's jungle one oh there's a, okay. there's a lot of new uh themes you can put on your courses oh and, cool okay and in in mario one mario three new super mario mode all these apply oh wow that's um, awesome there's a ton of new bad guys and items uh i heard that they removed the amiibo support is that correct yeah there's no costumes anymore which oh, kind of stinks because that was one of my favorite parts of the original game where any amiibo you tapped would generate a costume for Mario. Yeah. And it made it so you could make like fun themed levels around mm-hmm. that character, but I guess you can't do that now. It's just all Mario all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a feature that they could eventually patch in if they really felt the need. Yeah. I just think Nintendo's not as hot on amiibos as they once were. Well, no, they're not. I think, honestly, I look for them to discontinue the amiibo line once they get through all of the Smash Brothers. Honestly, and the Shovel Knight. Yeah, uh, and the we, awesome, the Link's Awakening one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they are still kind of working on them a little bit, but I don't see them sticking with it in another year. <laughs> you're, you're just hoping they stop so you don't have to buy anymore. Well, yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm know. really hoping for. GameStop told me the other day that in the computer they had pre-orders for, like, Fox again and stuff like that. Oh, like, they're doing a bunch of re-releases. Are sure. they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, they, I don't they, think I they're printing. They were, I didn't know if they were new versions. Mega Man. Yeah, I think what they're doing is... They're reprinting old ones so everyone can get caught up, mm. and that. But once they finish the line of for Smash Brothers, I imagine they're probably going to kind of call it. I wish they would remake those old Smash Brothers ones because they look like crap compared to the new ones. Oh yeah, now. I wish they would. Yeah, update them for sure. Yeah, yeah. They won't. But... No, no. I just I'm just collecting the the Zelda ones. Oh yeah. That's yeah. all I'm really doing. Yeah, mm. I have a full Mario Brothers set except for a Boo that I don't have. Mm. I I have a few. I have a few of them. You have a few amiibos. Yeah, just, just a couple. Oh. You know, just the ones I really like. Oh, and I and I'm only missing two Splatoon ones. Oh, cool. Okay, Callie Marie. Don't, gotcha. Yeah. Don't lie about the amount of amiibos you have, Sam. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners know better. Yeah. yeah. You you have almost all of them. I have a very close to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Mario stuff and the intro that we had for the week, one of the things I checked out this week was I watched a handful of Super Mario Brothers Super Show episodes. Boy, is that a trip. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I own those on DVD. I do too. And <laughs> yeah, that show, that is like a weird, like, it kind of, yeah. 
it's something else. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really have a whole lot to work with at the time. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of Mario lore yeah, per yeah. se. That, they were just kind of going, doing whatever. They had Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 2 to work from, and mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, and it was the guests, like every episode had guests, but they're rarely good. And not in the cartoon. This is no, the live action Just portion. the live action portion <laughs> with Captain Lou Albano and uh, Danny Wells, I think was the guy's yeah. name. Yeah, it just, it's just so weird. The live action portions are honestly the best part. They are, yeah. Uh, The animation is so cheap. Oh, yeah. There's so many animation errors that happen. There's times when like... Or not just animation errors, but like just production errors too. (laughs) Because there was like an episode I remember watching where Luigi's talking, but Mario's voice is coming out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or like they're both the same color. Mm-hmm. Or a just random color that neither of them should be. Like. Right, Toad's hat is like skin tone or yeah. something. Yeah, uh, the live action segments are nonsensical. Like there, one of the ones I watched was uh, was a Halloween. I think it was a Halloween episode. It might have just been a random episode that they were able to get Elvi- um, Elvira. Oh, nice. On. Yeah, she actually showed up a couple times on it. But uh, the whole thing was um, Luigi was making Mama's famous spaghetti sauce because all of the live action segments revolved around pasta. (laughs) And it turns out he accidentally made zombie juice and turned himself into a zombie. So So Mario called Elvira Mistress of the Dark Mistress of the Dark to turn him back. But it didn't work and turned him into a mummy and then a werewolf. And then there was something else. Was this was this full on boobs out Elvira? Oh yeah, on a kids show. On wow. a kids show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was wild. It was bizarre. <laughs> I still remember the one where they got the the guy who voiced Inspector Gadget to play a live action Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were had to repair Inspector Gadget. Mm-hmm. Had like slinky gloves and stuff, and they're like springing his arms. Out yeah. That set that it takes place on is so freaking iconic. To oh, me. I love it! Yeah, <laughs> but, it is. It is near Pee Wee's Playhouse level yeah. of just stuff around. It actually reminds me a lot of the Mario Brothers movie set, kind of. If they yeah. would have taken the Mario Brothers TV show set and filtered it through Max Headroom, <laughs> <laughs> if the Mario Brothers movie would have taken more from this version of mario Mm -hmm. it would have been pretty good yeah i actually watched (laughs) a short documentary online uh the what happened yeah i watched that this morning too. yeah that's really good i (laughs) i wish they would have stuck with the original script because when they went the original script they went to when they go to the mushroom kingdom it was going to be a princess bride like magical fantasy realm oh man instead of weird yeah, cyber. Which I mean, yeah. I love the cyberpunk look, but, but it not doesn't, for Super it Mario. Doesn't work for Mario Brothers. <laughs> also, who did they have? They were going to cast like a million different people. Oh, for like Danny DeVito was almost involved at one point. He was. Yeah, uh, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks was almost Tom involved. Tom Hanks would make a pretty good Super Mario. I think. Honestly. I think he would have made at that time. Uh, what was it? Ninety four, ninety three, something yeah. like that. He would have made a great Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely better than uh, John I don't Leguizamo. know. I kind of like Leguizamo as Luigi. I kind of do, too. Uh. <laughs> they, almost had, they almost had Schwarzenegger as uh, Koopa. That would have been great. That would have been super good. <laughs> Can you imagine like the growl noises Bowser makes now, yeah. but filtered through <laughs> Schwarzenegger? Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> ah, get those plumbers! Yeah. <laughs> What are the plumbers doing in my guy with my kingdom? Ah! <laughs> Get the Morton Jr. Oh, it's like that that guy at SGDQ. They did a speed they did a speed run of Last Action Hero for the NES. Oh my god. He thought it was a great idea to do a Schwarzenegger impression the entire run. Oh, awesome. And it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. It, it might have worked if he could do a Schwarzenegger impression, but he couldn't. <laughs> He kept, oh my God. he kept like going in and out of it. It's like, you're going to commit to this, right? <laughs> yeah. You sure you want to do that? Luckily, it wasn't a very long run, but oh, it great. felt long. It felt, yeah, I bet. Like I if, bet. Like if he was dared to do it, I would understand. Mm-hmm. But Man. there was no... I love that movie. I love, love Last Action Hero. <laughs> yeah. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one more thing to say about the Mario Brothers Super Show, and then we can jump onto something else. Like we just mentioned uh, GDQ, so you could talk about okay. that. One of the episodes I watched had the Legends of Zelda 
in it. Nice. And the animation on that is actually not too bad. No, that one's animated they pretty good. They did a pretty okay job. It's just everything else with it is bad. Yeah, it's <laughs> not the best. Excuse me, princess. The Triforce has two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> It's the two force. It's the two force. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still a triangle, I guess. But yeah, that's true. (laughs) Do you think a show like this could have could be redone today, like a Mario Brothers live action show with animated clips? And could it? Mm. Would it be like that, or could they? Or is there too much lore and too many like they would have to jump through too many hoops? I don't think kids would go for it. Really? Because kid. Most kids' animated programs are like good now. Ah, uh, true. They, I don't think they would fall for this kind of garbage anymore. <laughs> Honestly, and yeah. also now, who would you get to be the live-action Mario and Luigi? You'd almost have to cast unknowns. Exactly. Yeah, which can be done certainly, or just you know get a I don't know get Charles Martin just, just, just do voices all the time. Oh, there we go. Drake and Josh. What are they doing? <laughs> Are they doing anything? Can they be Mario and Luigi? Sure, they can be Mario and Luigi. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next uh, thing. I forgot to mention I love Samantha Mathis as Princess Daisy in the movie. She's actually pretty good. She actually does a good job. She's a good Mario princess. Yeah. (laughs) And they're scary, realistic Yoshi. Mm -hmm. And Mario's trashy girlfriend that he has. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. That's pretty great. That is hilarious to me. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched that movie in so long. Watch it with the riff tracks. It's pretty good. (laughs) Trust the fungus, man. Just trust the fungus. (laughs) I mean, it's not the best riff tracks they've done, but Mm -hmm. it definitely makes the movie better. (laughs) Did you know that in the script, the king king of the Mushroom Kingdom's name was King Reznor? Like the Triceratops from Super Mario World? Yeah. Trent Reznor. He should be be (laughs) played by Trent Reznor. That would be great. (laughs) Anyway, we mentioned SGDQ. That's mm. Summer Games Done Quick. It's a mar- a week-long marathon that raises money for Doctors Without Borders. Mm-hmm. And Samantha and I watched it almost nonstop for the entire week. <laughs> it's, they they speedrun video games while they raise money for charity. And it's, it's pretty darn entertaining. That's awesome. It's done now, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, keep an eye out for next time if that sounds entertaining to you because it's, yeah. it's worth watching and you can always go back and watch run throughs they put them all up on youtube and yeah. i mean you can always watch a youtube clip and then donate a little bit to the doctors, doctors without borders, borders yeah. or you know anything like that yeah. yeah it's called games done quick you should check it out yeah i've watched a handful of them and some of them are a lot of fun i mean the gameplay is always fun sometimes you get people behind the that are playing the games that are also kind of forced to be behind a mic and at least some of those earlier seasons when they're before Twitch was really kind of a big, huge thing, thing, and game players and speedrunners weren't also like performers. Yeah. You get some cringy moments. I think they've gotten a lot better. They, that's at, that's just at it. Picking yeah. who they let be on there. Yeah, yeah, and they probably also have a larger pool to choose. Larger from. pool and people who speedrun now are regularly on Twitch, and I mean, even if you're not the best performer, you He's know, got some practice under you your get a belt. lot of, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it does get better. But those first couple couple of years they did it, man. Some of those were like, yeah. And then if you shimmy up this wall here, you can sequence. But uh, yeah, no, I enjoy, I enjoy them as well. Josh, have you done anything? Uh, I checked out a few things. Sure, let's hear them. I watched Toy Story 4. Okay. Was it the transcendent experience the reviews would have me believe it is? It's kind of a sad movie. <laughs> I like got kind most of most Toy Story yeah. movies these days. Oh no, man! It's like or just any Toy Story movie that's not the first one. I don't yeah. know. There's a, there's like a lot of stuff of like existential crisis in the movie. Oh sure, with uh, Forky, right? Not just Forky, like Woody's whole like his purpose in life. Oh okay, interesting. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain really without spoiling everything. Well, don't spoil it because it's it's new and it's big enough that people yeah, are going to want to yeah. go see it. I mean, it's it's good. It's definitely one where it was like in a sea of Pixar sequels where the others haven't been that great. Gotcha. Like I liked Incredibles too. I didn't. I was like, eh. I don't mm-hmm. even. I don't even know if I would say I liked Incredibles too. I have mediocre to negative feelings about like Incredibles ambivalent too. towards. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't like Wreck It Ralph too. I still haven't seen that. How about Cars Two World Tour? 
You know, of all the Pixar films, <laughs> I have never watched the Cars films. The first Cars isn't Cars bad. Is, it's not terrible. It raises a lot of questions if you start thinking about the world in any way, shape, or form. That's um, kind of the fun part. It is, though. yeah. <laughs> but then, and I also didn't, I, I hated Finding Dory. I thought it was okay. I it, didn't care. A little ha- heavy-handed. Yeah. I did not care about it, Dory's past. And not terribly necessary, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, speaking of necessary, would you say that this movie was necessary? Because 3 had a pretty finite ending, I felt, to the franchise. This one feels like a more final ending. Okay. Okay. Because that's what, initially, when they announced Toy Story 4, I was completely against it. Mm -hmm. We probably have recorded... We probably do. ...of me complaining about it. Mm -hmm. But as the trailers had leaked out, or not leaked out, but came out and as we got closer to it coming out it looked like a better and better well idea you add keem <laughs> peel and you add keanu reeves as duke kaboom canada's <laughs> greatest stuff oh man man there there's some good stuff with him in that one good i'm glad i'm really glad keanu reeves is getting a kind of a career resurgence he's yeah. a he's a cool dude mm-hmm. about when they got that trailer with the beach boys music in it and the, that's when i'm like uh-oh this looks like it's probably good <laughs> yeah uh the forky stuff's not bad either See that's that's the thing that I'm really kind of I mean I like the idea of like home like what about homemade toys and what constitute a toy rather than like oh there's like a there's like a there's like an almost an after credit scene that like really kind of like touches on it too interesting huh. it's not quite an after credit scene it's like kind of like a Marvel where it's like almost like a mid credit kind of thing uh, mid roll uh, okay. yeah it's like a okay. mid roll thing yep but it's a good movie and it definitely feels more like a this is the end of this this saga this tale okay. It's, Done. I always tweet if they're going to do another one, they should just all new toys. If they have to do another one, mm-hmm. I would almost say that it would make more sense for like one of the like a Disney Plus series or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. What else did I do? I watched a movie called Loving Vincent. Okay. Which came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a movie done completely in the style of Vincent Van Gogh's uh, paintings, mm-hmm. but it's about the end of his life. Oh, interesting. Uh, it takes place a year after he's after he died, and it's mostly about the son of the postmaster from his town trying to deliver a letter that didn't get delivered after he di- before he died. Like it's a very like visually impressive film because a lot of scenes and stuff they do pretty much mimic almost exact paintings. Interesting. Well, it's kind of it's kind of neat how they did it because they dressed everyone up in costumes mm-hmm. and then did like the overlay over them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Like it has like people actually acting in it. Mm-hmm. It's re- it's kind of rotoscoped. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, a lot like that, but with like a lot of swirling paints and stuff in in the in the like the look of it. Interesting. Okay, cool. It also like you know there were some things like I, I like I like uh, Van Gogh as a painter and stuff, and I knew some things about his life, but there's other things that like I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes, I knew he killed himself, but then the movie makes you think, well, maybe he. Didn't yeah, kill there, himself. There's a lot of evidence that points to the contrary on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a good <laughs> film. And they, they touch a lot on that, especially toward the end, like the third act of the film. Thanks, BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was really good. It's on It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I mean, if you like art and you like artsy independent films, I'd, I'd say it's worth a watch. Cool. Excellent. Acting and it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there was something else. Oh, I went to... Uh, I went to uh, Planet 14 and Galleon. Okay. And Nicole was visiting her best friend and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, won't you, won't you come out? And I'm like, okay, it's been a minute since I've been out, son. I just went out. And, uh, they fixed some of their games. Good. They needed to. Like uh, Tron works now. Okay. So what is Planet 14? Planet 14 is Galleon's barcade? Kind of. Kind of. Kinda. It's, it's a bar with a bunch of arcade games in it. Mm-hmm. And then they have like a weird side party room with a stage that sometimes plays live music. Yeah, and uh, less than good food. <laughs> I thought the food was all right. They must have been having a bad night the night that, that I went. I went, I went there once years ago, and not a single thing that we ordered was good. <laughs> I had a the first time I went, I had a burger that was pretty good. Yeah, I had a burger on a donut, mm. like a half a donut cut in half. Well, that's gross. Was. So no wonder it was not good. <laughs> no, those those kind of things are actually usually pretty good. But like, I had a friend who had like chicken wings, and they were not cooked Ooh. all the way oh, through, God. and like nothing was nothing was right that night. It must have just been a bad night. Yeah, for the most part, most of the games work. I think on the Guitar Hero machine, I think one of the guitars doesn't work. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know on their Western shooter game, one of the guns doesn't work. Mm. Okay, but but it was a yeah. I, I played games. Yeah, you played games. It was a good time. Uh, they okay. have the they have the Super Mario Brothers arcade cabinet. Oh, nice, nice that old school thing. Yeah, where you play like you know like NES style. Oh wait, was it was it Mar- versus Mario Brothers or was it a Play Choice Ten? It was versus. Okay. It wasn't the one with the where it's like in the pipes where you you know you you're versus not Mario Brothers. No, it's not Mario Brothers. It, it was, was Super Mario Brothers versus, versus Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yes. That one's Super Mario Brothers one, but a little more difficult. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I got to like halfway through World Four before I lost. <laughs> yeah, I hate playing Super Mario Brothers with a joystick. It feels wrong. You really need that D pad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I did. No. Nope, okay. that's it. <laughs> uh, we could probably are we saving the Ava talk for news? We could start talking about it now because I did. I mean, I finished it. Uh, we we're like four or five episodes into the Netflix stuff, but I've seen all of it. Okay. Anyway, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the uh, iconic anime, is on Netflix now with a new dub. Mm-hmm. I say you should watch it because it's a classic, iconic anime that's very good and messes with your head. Yeah, yeah, I. Well, you guys, it is it is well documented my opinion on on most anime on this show. But yeah, I sat I actually downloaded it a while back and started watching it with an older um with the original sub. the Oh, was you watched it with subs? Yeah, I watched it with subs. And I've only watched the original dub. I haven't watched the new one yet. It's the the show's pretty good. I it has it gets kind of weird there near the end. Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it gets very weird there near the end, but it's it's one of those shows that I think works better once you know the background behind the creation of the show and like how the creator was like suffering from pretty pretty heavy depression like during mm. the creation of the show and that how it influenced like it was it definitely influenced like the entire story of the of the show. There's definite parts where it feels like Catcher in the Rye, the anime. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I'll be honest. I I ended up watching it in like two big chunks because those middle, I want to say three or four episodes really lost me. Like at one point it becomes like just filler. Yeah. There's a little and, bit of filler in there in the middle. And they're just like episodic that it doesn't really ex- extend the plot all that much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess the one where like they go into like the volcano had like almost nothing to do with anything, anything, <laughs> and the dancing one had almost nothing to I do. I love with that one though. Yeah, but... it's a fun episode. That's like with me in the Dragon Ball Z episode where Goku and Piccolo go get their driver's licenses. It... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is an episode where Goku and Piccolo in Dragon Ball Z had to go get their driver's licenses because Chi Chi. Throws a fit about them flying everywhere. It sounds like you're making this up. No, oh, it's it's a legit it's a legit filler episode. <laughs> see Goku sitting in the VMV. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Uh, picture. <laughs> it's, oh, that's great. it's just that Retzko episode. <laughs> oh, that was something else I did. I, I did watch all the second a season of uh, Agresco. We'll talk about that next week when yeah. we finished it because we have like one or two episodes left. Okay, sure. But uh, but no, along with the the Eva thing, and we're gonna get into this in the news a little bit. How was the dub? It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. We'll we'll get into the controversy here yeah, in a bit. I think it's it's adequate. Adequate. Okay. They're both both dubs are adequate and have their own strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I'll tell you one thing. I hated what as far as like you talking about like anime dubs. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of the Roni Kenshin anime. Uh, it was on Toonami and stuff. <laughs> that one that pedophile made. What? You didn't know that? No. Oh, the guy that made Rioni Kenshin got arrested for... Man. Huh. Anyway, man, that really breaks my heart. Because you really don't... I'm glad that doesn't translate into the show. So anyway, Rioni Kenshin is like this turn-of-the-century samurai story. Like, it's 1800s Japan. Mm-hmm. And um, when it came out first, that's when I watched it, and that's when I bought the stuff that came out for it and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's the dub I got used to. And then years later, it was on, it was either on Netflix or Hulu or something. Oh, I'll watch it again. Mm -hmm. And the dub was completely different. Oh, really? Different voice actors and everything. Yeah. And like the way they pronounce things. And I was like, oh, I don't, ooh, I don't like this. You know what's weird about the Netflix dub of Ava? Sure. They pronounce nerve like 
Nerve. Nerve. Which yeah. is act- apparently more accurate to the Japanese pronunciation, but boy, does it take a minute to get used to. Yeah. No, I've heard I've heard some things about, yeah, but we'll get into that. Hmm. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd Overload now.
Hey, we're back. That was Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. You're in the jungle, baby. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> but why did we play that song, you may ask? It's because they released a trailer for Jumaji 2, the or, next level. Or 3. Or Is it th- 2 or 3? I don't know. They might not have put the 2 in it. It might just be called Jumanji the Next Level. I it don't know. It is called Jumanji the Next Level. So, so it's, a, it's a sequel. It's the third in the Jumanji series. It's a sequel to... Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle, which is the second in the... Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the Jumanji Extended Universe. Yeah. This is weird. Does that include Zenthera? I would like to think so. Is that part of You Zinthera? know, I have never watched it. It's fine. It's okay. Like, I remember seeing the trailers for it, and I was like, it was really close to when Jumanji was still popular, and I was like, it's Jumanji in space. Yeah. You yeah. can only have a movie that's, your movie can only be so good. If it has Dax Shepard in it. If it has Dax Shepard in it. Yeah, that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. The spaceman in Zinthera. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this Jumanji 2, 3, whatever, it looks fu- It looks good. Jumanji sequel. The Jumanji sequel. Jumanji 2, two and a half. It looks like everyone's back. Everyone's coming back for this. You know, The Rock's there. Kevin Hart, tiny, tiny Kevin Hart is there. I love how they keep making fun of Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. not only does he get it from Twitter all the time from The Rock himself. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I do not like Kevin Hart. Yeah. I think. I don't see what the hype I, is. Yeah, I don't think he's very funny. Or, and he seems kind of like a jerk. But A little uh, bit, yeah. <laughs> seems like one of those that let the uh, celebrity kind of go to his he's head got, a little he's got short man syndrome a little bit yeah <laughs> i mean none of us have that no yeah <laughs> but uh this movie is different in that uh the human characters that get sucked into the game the the roles get kind of shuffled around and also danny devito's there yeah. playing a grandpa We're playing the rock who's a grandpa <laughs> and that's pretty great yeah so yeah. yeah, now instead of jokes about kids in adult bodies, we have jokes about old dudes in, in younger young bodies. bodies so. Yeah, <laughs> that sounded really creepy when you lay it out like yeah. that. Yeah, when you actually say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, but that is what the movie is about. Mm-hmm. But that's but <laughs> the trailer makes it fun. Yeah, the trailer makes it seem fun. Yeah. Also, I guess the game is they they hint at maybe the game uh, is glitching out or it's, something. It's been modded. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks like he was modding the game mm-hmm. beforehand. So I don't know if maybe he somehow programmed a new level, or maybe the game itself, because it's in its magical, weird nature, mm-hmm. mutated something like that. I mean, it yeah. already turned from a board game into a video game somehow. So it, it could do whatever it wants. Yeah. The next movie, it's a VR headset or something. I'm surprised they didn't go that right. It's a it's a mobile game. It's yeah. a magical <laughs> cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. Board games are popular again. Oh, that's Let's right. go back to being a board game again. Yeah, that's, right. what, that's what didn't make sense to me the first time around. It's like board games are more popular than ever, and you're turning Jumanji into a video game. It almost seems like the script is like five years older than it, sh- than yeah. it was written way earlier it or probably something. probably yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this isn't like you know the Cones of Dunshire movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the Cones. <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean the trailer looks fine. Uh, the first, I enjoyed the last one, so it, I still need to watch it. It's good. I I would recommend it. The mobile phone Jumanji Four, where to keep playing the game, they have to sit and wait twenty minutes or pay. every time they do something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll, be like, it'll be like it'll it'll be like they'll make the next movie like four years down the road when people don't care about Pokemon Go or Wizards Unite, uh-huh. and it'll be like one of those type of games. Yep. That's oh right. shoot, we should have talked about Wizards Unite. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it now. I hate it. I I <laughs> uninstalled it from my phone. I uh, Wizards Unite is the Pokemon Go for Harry Potter. Did Niantic make this too? Yes, yeah, they, they did. did. And it's like they it's Pokemon Go but worse. Yeah. Man, I love how Niantic made a game where almost nobody played it, Ingress. Mm-hmm. And then they adapt they basically took that system and put a Pokemon skin on it and became super popular. Yeah. And now they're doing the exact same thing with mm-hmm. Harry Potter. Right. But the difference here is they really highlight the microtransactions in this one. Like the bag space for like saving up like items or it's whatever. Way, yeah, way too small. It's way too small. And they divide it up so even if you have plenty of bag space in one compartment or whatever, you're yeah. still going to run out in others. Because there's like three different kinds of items. Yeah. 
you have spell energy mm-hmm. that works the same way as Pokeballs, where if you just run out, it, well, you're just out. You better go find the AT and T store, basically, because, that, because that's the only Harry Potter inn in town that can give you energy. Yeah, really? the only one yes I can no. find. There's probably one on campus. I'm sure there's one on campus somewhere, and it's like, and you don't know how much energy you're gonna get. There's a couple times where I spun it and I got two. Yeah, yeah, it's means, like totally randomized, which means you can do like two actions, mm-hmm. and that's not a guaranteed catch or anything like that. Uh, my biggest problem is Harry Potter is iconic because of the story and the characters. The magical creatures and artifacts from Harry Potter are not necessarily as iconic as Pokemon. I could care less about catching a Bogart. Mm. I could care less about, you know, it's the ledger that for Hogwarts with all the names of all the students. Oh, no, it's being attacked by an evil chain and lock and you have to use your wizard spell to unlock it. It does. I don't care. The whole conceit doesn't work the same because Harry Potter is not Pokemon. (laughs) And people talking about, oh, but this one has a story. There's actual like plot story progression and stuff like that. There's special research things in Pokemon Go. It doesn't pop up often, but there is story stuff in that. The one thing I do like about this is uh, about Wizards Unite, and I kind of hope it gets transferred over to Pokemon Go. There is a skill tree. Hmm. Like, you get certain items, and it, like, depending on what team you're on, basically, and you unlock certain skills, that makes, like, catching a certain type of thing easier. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you get more defense when you're fighting vampires which i don't think are actual harry potter things but no, there's there, vampires there's vampires in sure harry potter vampires okay because they're in, in the game you have to fight a vampire at I mean, some point they're they're there's werewolves they're they're, yeah. they're brief i think they're briefly mentioned in the books uh, but but th- nothing really nothing goes, highlights them yeah nothing gotcha. comes out of it yeah yeah but i like the skill tree aspect because that makes it more of a game i think yeah yeah but, and the, i like the fact that you get to choose a profession too yeah but the profession is basically just your teams i mean it's analogous to your instinct Mis- or yeah. well, no, or because the skill trees are different and ca- and um, put you in a different class, like character builds. Right, the auras but, are good. Uh, at but that's co- the auras are good at combat. The magizoologists are a support class, and the professors are kind of a mix between. But that's the two. what I'm saying. If 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 they were to move that into Pokemon Go and give the the three different colored teams like make them a little bit different with the skill tree other than just a logo yeah. other than just a logo but that's not very pokemon-y though i guess it would it would be cool but i don't think it fits the franchise yeah i i, I suppose i, I suppose. know i feel like there have been there could have been better ways to do the whole harry potter thing mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah and it, do, it just doesn't the franchise just doesn't mix with it like pokemon does. also the fact that pokemon gets refreshed every so often mm-hmm. harry potter as a whole has been kind of stale for a while yeah and then this is coming from somebody who likes that franchise what doesn't help is there's no mainline harry potter movies out right now to nope. coincide with it nope it, you have the magical beasts the, mm-hmm. the newt's commander films i kind of man I, I got halfway through the crimes of grindelman no 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 um the Crimes of Grendel Grab. <laughs> the book that was based on the stage play. Oh, the the Curious Child or Cursed the Child. Cursed Child. Yes, the I got ha- I got I got halfway through that book and I hate it. I hate it so much. I it, dis- it doesn't it great. doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Also, it makes you really hate the character. Like he's so annoying. Oh, the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry Potter's son. Mm. Yeah. It's just it's. It's angst the whole way through, and I can't stand so it. So it's like the fourth Harry Potter book. Yeah, it's the Order of the Phoenix. It's <laughs> yeah. like the beginning of that book, I hated. I hate the beginning of that book. Uh, that's actually where I dropped off it's, reading the it's books. It's a rough was the reading. That's, where, of the that's where I dropped off the first time. Yeah. Like the first time I read through the books, like when they were new mm-hmm. and fresh and yeah. everything, I dropped that one, and I didn't pick up. I didn't pick it back up again until the last book was getting ready to come out, and then I steamrolled <laughs> through them. Harry's a real brat in that one. Oh, oh okay. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a whole book of that. That, that whole first chapter about how much he hates living with his, I mean, with his unc- aunt and uncle and stuff. And, yeah. Which, I mean, I get. They're jerks. No, no one's sending like, me letters. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Dumbledore's just, not talking to me. Blah, blah, blah. Bad. It's bad. It's terrible. But uh, anyway, we were talking about movie trailers before yes. the Wizards Unite thing. So let's talk about some more trailers. What kind of trailers do we have? We uh, have Charlie's Angels. Yeah, let's talk about Charlie's Angels. Which is also not a sequel. It's a reboot. Reboot, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It looks fun. It doesn't look like the show. I don't know. I've never actually watched the show. So I have no 
I watched a few episodes when I was younger of Charlie's Angels, and then I watched one and a half of the newer ones with Lucy Liu. Oh yeah, I liked I liked those movies. Those seemed more like the show than than this does. That those because those are more like straight up spy yeah, type yeah shows. Where this, I mean, it's it's there's spy work in there, but it's also like yeah. Just, I feel I like I feel I like know. they could have you could have called this movie anything anything else and it could have been the exact same movie the exact same story the exact same setup it just looks like an an action flick yeah there's nothing that really stands out of this is charlie's angels other than you have three women spies and then a disembodied voice in a in a box but i guess at this point who cares about the original conceit of, this is true yeah. this is of true yeah, yeah it's a show from the 70s like. yeah you could have called you could have called this the Totally spies movie. It, now yeah. there's an idea. There we go. I know, right? I was thinking about it because like Patrick Stewart's in this, and I'm like, oh man, he would have been a great. Uh, was his name Gary? Whoever that guy's name yeah, was. Yeah, they're 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 basically their British butler boss or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <sighs> but the cast in this looks pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Elizabeth Banks as Bosley is pretty cool. She's um, always she's always good in everything. Yeah, she's Elizabeth in. Banks. She was good in the freaking Power Rangers. She was movie. yeah. She Speaking chewed of Power up Rangers, scene. she chewed uh, up that scene every time. Naomi Scott, who was the Pink Ranger in that movie, is the new recruit, yes. third angel, I guess. In this, mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, who I've always said has gotten kind of a bad rap because of the Twilight movies, where she had to play a character with no personality. And I think clearly, they're letting her do her thing. Yeah, I, I think it works. Yeah, yeah she as, definitely seems more emotive, expressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't, I didn't care for her in what bits I saw of the Snow White film. But again, that's a movie where she was being kind of told, "Hey, play this like you have no personality." Yeah, she was fine in what was it that the was it a, the Runaways movie about or the yeah I think yeah. she's in that yeah. yeah she wasn't Joan Jett was she. She might have been. Yeah, she might have been. Yeah. Well, whatever she was in that movie, she, uh, whatever um, and she, she was acting And then in that she movie, was in that, was uh, good. that MK Ultra like stoner movie. But that was bad because it was Max Landis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole thing. That, that is whole, a whole thing. Max Landis thing. Um, if you go back, okay, we're not going to get into it on the show because it's like not fun discussion talk. No. Because <laughs> it sucks. Because it, it really yeah. sucks. But if you go back on our show, you. We have said for a long... It's been this show's policy that Max Landis sucks, and mm-hmm. he is a bad dude. And as it turns out, we were correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is my surprise Pikachu phase. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Kristen Stewart was Joan Jett. Yeah, and she was, and she did a fine job in that because she was allowed to actually... Have fun. Act. I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah, I'll, I'll see this movie. I'll, I don't know yeah. if I'll see it in theater, but... A, a cheap theater. This will be a Marion... I mean, like a five dollar dude. I watch all my movies in Marion. Yeah, anymore. Oh, same here. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like driving all the way to Columbus to pay yeah. sixteen dollars for the same film I can get for five dollars. Well, true. But you get to sit in a seat that reclines all the way back. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> anyway, uh, and you can buy Greg Marcus's stale pretzel bites. Mmm, delicious. All right. So the <laughs> other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other movie news that we have, it's not really a trailer so much. Yeah, go ahead. They bought Movie Tavern. Oh, the they Mar- did? The Marcus bought Movie Tavern. Oh, no so, way. So now they're a conglomerate. Another reason to go back to um, Hilliard. Yeah. Because they didn't they close the one in Hilliard for a I while? I have no idea. Yeah, I thought I thought they might have. I don't know. I hope they bring some of that food service to the Marcus that would be in pretty great. Columbus. Because yeah. that rules. That, <laughs> that would be pretty Wait, great. which one? What do you mean, which one? Well, there's the Marcus by Polaris. That's a Cinemark. That's a Cinemark. Oh, dude. right, 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 right. This, Derp. Is, this Derp. is the one by the 270. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. One split. Yeah. Uh, anyway, other movie news. So I guess so. They're working on new Ghostbusters. This is a known thing. We yeah. talked about this before. And it's and excitement, at least for us, has been minimal. A minimal. I mean, we like we like Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, but, I love uh, Ghostbusters, but. And Jason Reitman's directing it, and he said some like kind not of not great cool things stuff. Yeah, kind of boneheaded garbage. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they did a little teaser thing, kinda, 
uh, announcing that Paul Rudd is going to be in this new Ghostbusters movie. And it wasn't so much them themselves, but it, it was, was more Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd talking, on his Twitter talking about it in but, front of the building. But you know, they they oh yeah, they gave, gave him the permission okay to, to do, do that. that. And and we've said on this show multiple times that Paul Rudd is a great dude. Yeah, he is a great dude, <laughs> and, and we are right. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he, he's a national treasure. But uh, my excitement for this has gone up. Yeah, I've yeah. gone from a two to a four. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think with the popularity of the of the MCU and everything, and pulling Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. even though he is kind of a minor ish MCU character, he's not a minor. He's would, a main character. I would say Endgame eh, escalated yeah. him to yeah. main character status. Yeah, I, I think before the movies, I don't think as many people cared about the Ant Man character. I I would I would say that I know Cody, you really like Doctor Strange, but yeah. when it comes to the MCU, I think. More people recognize Ant Man yeah. as a leading character than Doctor Strange at this oh, point. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he had two movies versus Doctor Strange's one, but and he's done a lot more in the other movies. Even at that, Ant Man has at least a differing personality than Magical Tony Stark. Yeah, Magic Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, and the Ant Man movies are hands down way better than Doctor Strange. Oh sure, was. yeah, oh, and they're fun. <laughs> they're yeah. fun. Yeah, but yeah, Paul Rudd. I mean, he's gonna re- let him ride that train. Sure, I. Th- I know it's not going to be a reboot, but I can see Paul Rudd filling the Bill Murray, Peter Venkman type slot, yeah, role yeah. in this, which is great. Although he could also be kind of like the the slightly kind of in the clouds kind of Ray, uh, Ray. Of, yeah, yeah, I could see it go either way with that. I would I'm, like to see him more be emotive and be like Venkman. Yeah, yeah. Now. Cody, you you mentioned that it doesn't look like they're going to be referencing the um, all female cast Ghostbusters in this new Ghostbusters. Yeah, which is a shame. which is a bummer. Yeah, Cause, yeah, that because that movie wasn't bad at all. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> got a bad it got a bad shake, and yeah. I think that the controversy surrounding its release I don't want to say tainted is not the right word, but it definitely kind of manipulated feelings. Kind of uh, like. I, it's it's a weird thing because everything Ghostbusters related has too high of a mm-hmm. expectation attached yes. to it to begin with. I agreed. And then you had the sexist jerks harping on it. it. You had the sexist jerks harping on it, which was awful. You also had the marketing lean into that, like doubling down on, on dunking on them, <laughs> which almost seemed like they would be better off promoting the movie and trying to ignore that a little. I mean, yeah. you know, recognizing it, but like not leaning so heavily of the yeah. marketing into look how much people hate this. You're going to love it. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> the yeah. whole, the whole marketing yeah. around it was just bad all the way around from every all, angle. I think also the fact, you know, of the, the original cast cameos for the most part, kind of phoning it in, I think. Well, Bill Murray will phone it in. Yo, he definitely. did not care. Yeah. He walked into a room, sat in a chair, and that was it. And died. And died. And he wasn't even playing Vinkman. Either. He wasn't. Yeah. It was. Mm. But he better not cameo as Vinkman in this movie. If he didn't do it in the other one, he better not do it in this one. The only way that. Yeah. However, this one is supposed to be like a direct continuation from Ghostbusters 2. That's true. Which means there's a better chance that they're going to show up. Plus, with it being Ivan Reitman's kid directing it. Mm-hmm. it's going to happen. I, I'm calling my shot. It's going to happen. And that's, yeah. and you know, that is a bummer. I mean, I kind of hope this is kind of along, maybe along the lines of like that one Ghostbusters game. Oh, where they start the new franchise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh, Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters game, like the Ghostbusters game? Like the one that we played, where yeah. you play the new recruit to the The, the one that's actually Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, sort of, because that, that, that game rehashes a lot of scenes from yeah. the other movies. Well, <laughs> so does Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know. Anyway, Paul Rudd and Ghostbusters. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. not talk about Ghostbusters anymore. I don't want to be that podcast. Yeah, let's not do that. So... Um, <laughs> We'll hit on this real quick. We mentioned, because we were talking about Evangelion, the show, in the first half. Yes. So, like we said, it came to Netflix, and I guess, and I don't know much about this, but I guess there were some pretty glaring changes to the... The English dub. The translation this time around. This time, the translation is a lot more literal to Mm -hmm. the Japanese version. It's not as well localized. Mm Mm-hmm. 
which has its pros and its cons. Sure. One of the things people were upset about is that towards the end, there's a there's a guy that that Shinji kind of falls in. They kind of fall in love with each other. Kind, kind of. of. Kind of. And in the dub, he tells Shinji, "I love you." And in the well, in the original dub, he says mm-hmm. that. In the Netflix dub, he says, "I like you." Which doesn't sound like much, but in this, in our current culture and, you know, LGBT erasure and that sort of thing is a real thing that we have to kind of watch out for. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, it puts a weird taste in everyone's mouth a little bit with that one little bit of a change, which again, doesn't sound like much, but it's kind of a big deal. If, if this was the, like back when it came out in 1995, Mm -hmm. that was like, one of the lone LGBT related things you could latch on to. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as prevalent as it is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to take that away kind of does feel kind of crappy. But on the other hand, it's a little more accurate to the Japanese script. Yeah. And also the scene is still pretty darn gay. (laughs) It it sure is. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I guess I don't really know how to feel about this one because it's complicated. It's, yeah, it's very complicated. Exactly. And like, on the one hand, I definitely, you know, I could definitely see the reason to be upset about this change. On the other hand, one line of dialogue in an already, pre- like you mentioned, pretty, pretty gay scene. Um, they're in a bathhouse or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And holding hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it seems like there are better hills for people to die on when it comes to this kind of yeah argument i mean i don't want to tell people yeah. what to, well, yeah. Ex- yeah exactly but like i don't know it seems the best thing about I it too, there's no right answer. yeah yeah there's no right answer amanda right. win lee the person who helped with the localization and is the voice of ray in the original dub mm-hmm. said when they did the dub they got crap all the time for taking liberties with it mm-hmm. and now that they have a translation that's almost exactly literal people are mad about that so there's no way to win and i how much of it is is it because there is a precedent for it being the other way for so long like if it was originally translated a little more literally the first time around if they would have okay if it would would have been reversed if back in the 90s the translation was i like and in today it would have been i love would there be as big of a an issue do you think no i don't think so would people be up in arms about the the change or anything like I that? Don't, I don't think so. This this takes it from being concrete to, to ambiguous. Ambiguous, yeah. Yeah. But moving on from this, there were some other issues with this translation and what Netflix has done with the show. Um, the big one was the song at the end. Um, have the end credits has always been a, a cover, various covers of "Fly Me to the Moon." And a lot of times that was like done on purpose on the show as kind of a um, dissidence between like the end of the show and then it cuts to the song and everything. Yeah. And Netflix completely removed it. Now you get a piano cover of Ray's theme, I think. Which I can't even pick. I can't even hear that in my head. Yeah. It just sounds like piano. Piano music. Tinkling. Yeah. And <laughs> that's uh, people were upset about that. There were some other changes of script Which, here I and mean, there. That kind of stinks, but mm-hmm. it's also like. It's either that or not get the show at all. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. It's a perfectly reasonable way to watch the show. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad dub by any means. It's not a great dub either. Mm-hmm. But not that the one, original dub was yeah, that good either. Yeah, the original either. dub wasn't. Ni- oh, 90s was, anime dubs are historically bad. Mm-hmm. Like really, really bad. Either they're trying to match the yeah. mouths for some reason with words that aren't even there. Mm-hmm. Or just. Or just bad voice acting. And Evangelion was one of the better ones, but still not great. Not good. No. Yeah, yeah it's not Fully Cooley's dub. There's a good dub. <laughs> <laughs> that dub is so good. I would say watch that over the subs. It's an excellent dub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like the uh, the My Hero dub. Yeah, My Hero dub's excellent. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't. Yeah. I can't hear All Might any other way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but definitely watch Evangelion. Don't listen to all these people whining about the dub. It's perfectly serviceable. Yeah. I mean, that's not a glowing it's not, review. Yeah. But but you're not going to get it any other way. Right. I mean, unless you learn Japanese. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't you know. know. Like I said, just be glad you have it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're having a subs and dubs conversation in 2019. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could understand, like, back in the day when dubbing was real bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you've got, like, you know, you know, professional, professional voice now, actors. The Yeah, anime dubbing has gotten a lot better. I don't know. I guess I think it just depends on how you watch it, maybe. I don't know. It is a kind of kind of an, uh, a weird conversation to have in this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is a Chromecast, not a Chromecast, a Chrome extension that will play Fly Me to the Moon when you finish an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I did. I did read something about that. That's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Netflix decisions that people are kind of up, maybe up, a little upset about, apparently The Office is being removed from Netflix. <laughs> Here in what, like two years? Two two years. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, you got plenty of time to yeah, watch, watch that show. For, yeah, but people are losing their mind over it, and it's, it's like. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's a good show to put on in the background when you're doing stuff mm-hmm. where you can, you know, laugh at it, but not have to pay complete attention to it. And it's, right. I'm sure it's a comfort show for some mm-hmm. people. Sure. Too. That's how I used to be with Arrested Development. Whenever I needed to get something done, but wanted something just in the background that I could laugh at, it was Arrested Development. King of the Hill is that for is like oh, that for my girlfriend? Yeah, King of the yeah. Hill. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you should see some of the comments on the Change.org. <laughs> oh, report. they are just nuts. Like people think that The Office is a human need akin to. <laughs> Food, shelter, and water. <laughs> oh my God! Real. Uh, One of them was like, "NBC's gonna take it away, and they're probably gonna charge for it." And it's like, "Hey, dude, hey, yeah, you're already paying for you pay for Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, it costs money on Netflix too." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think this is a perfect opportunity to maybe watch a different show. Pick for something God's else. Sake. Yeah. There's a million different shows on Netflix. Literally hundreds. Yeah. There's yeah. literally hundreds <laughs> of shows. Did you watch Russian Doll? You know, that's good. Why It's nothing like The Office at all, but it's a good show and everybody should watch it. <laughs> hey, guess what? Parks and Rec really? it's, is also leaving. Oh, it's also leaving? It's in oh. BC too. So oh, it's not right. Stick yep, right, right. But Parks and Rec is better than The Office. I, I agree. Yeah. Treat I, I'll die. I'd die on that hill. <laughs> sure. Yeah, same here. I, I mean, I don't want to diss on people for liking The Office, but it's the most basic middle of the road television program. Of Spe- all time. Especially after uh, Steve Carell Steve Carell's yeah, character it should it should have ended. It should have ended there. I've said for a long time it could have ended once at the Jim and Pam wedding, and it could have ended again at the Steve Carell leaving, and it didn't do it either time, and the show got incrementally worse because of it. It's just the friends of the yeah. millennial generation. Like Friends was the Gen X mm-hmm. office. Office. Is- it's so basic. It's comfort food. It's, <laughs> yeah. po- it's popcorn. I've watched The Office once, and I feel like I get all the references. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I watched it once. That was good. Yeah, I don't I'm, feel any need to go back. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a person that watches the same thing a lot, though. Yeah, same. Me either. I don't yeah. really... I've, I've only rewatched a couple things, and that's mostly because the new season was coming. Like, I rewatched Disenchantment because the new season is coming. Mm-hmm. I watched Agretzko because the new season was coming. <laughs> and I wanted to like everything to be fresh in my head again. Yeah. So I guess what we're saying is try something else. Yeah. yeah. Try a different show. It's it's not it's not a it's disaster. Not, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Chill out. Mm-hmm. How about <laughs> if you love this show so much, buy the DVDs. You know, support the show that way. Mm-hmm. You ding dongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we have hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You have social media? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. Uh, yeah, we're also on various places you can find podcasts like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh, we're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverloadnow if you want to help support the show and get your episodes a few days earlier than it ends up in our regular feed. And uh, we have t-shirts, bit.ly backslash nerdoverloadt. They're or, pretty great shirts. Yep. Or go to nerdoverload.com and hit the store link. And hit the store link. That's right. So anyway, again, that wraps up the show. So thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Pizza out. <laughs> <laughs>